it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 181. Today's podcast episode is about focus, about focusing our efforts on the right things and keeping the blinders on. And I'm talking about this from personal experience as well as experiences I've had with past and present clients. No current clients, I am not calling you out. I am sharing the fact that this doesn't go away. I know that we all have priorities. I know we all have goals. I know that our driving force is student success, studio profitability, and work-life balance. It always is. We want to make sure our studio is doing what it needs to for ourselves, for our employees or contractors, for our patrons or students, and in my case, clients. And it is sometimes very, very difficult to make sure that we're spending our time and focusing on the right thing. So as I often do on the podcast, I like to break things down into multiple different scenarios or multiple different parts. And the first part here is on making sure that we know why we are doing something. When we are not clear about the reason behind our efforts, it is really hard to focus our effort on that. Let me explain. If you are working on growing your Instagram following and creating connection and engagement on Instagram, but you don't know how that's going to increase your studio, get your students greater success, and help with your work-life balance, it can be an absolute drain to pull out the phone and do that reel, or to do that story, or to create that feed post, or whatever it is that you are needing to do on Instagram in order to grow your following. We need to understand why. Why are we spending time on Instagram? We are spending time, again, this is an example, on Instagram so that we have more awareness for our studio, so that people can become interested in what it is that we offer and get into those sales conversations to bring in new students and to help them succeed and to create that studio that we are envisioning for ourselves. So that's kind of why we're creating this. When we keep that front of mind, when we say every single time I'm going on Instagram, I'm doing that so that I can bring in new students to my studio and for my current students to see that I am having success and that I am visible and that my studio is growing and that they are part of a movement and an exciting space. Keeping focus. What that also means is that when you are on Instagram, you are there with intention. 
not scrolling and double tapping and then clicking on a hashtag and going down a rabbit hole. You're there with focus. You're there with a purpose. You know what you need to do, which is to look at posts that are relevant to growing your studio, comment where appropriate, add new content, create conversations, start conversations, all of that stuff. When we know why we are on there, we are not going to be getting sucked into clicking on random cat videos or watching beautiful reels that have nothing to do with growing our business. We want to be on Instagram with the focus that this is a business endeavor and not a pastime or idle time. That's the first place that we need to focus. The next place that we need to focus is on mastering a platform. And what I mean here is that if you have chosen to use Instagram as your platform, don't dabble on LinkedIn, don't start a Facebook group, don't start a YouTube channel, don't get on TikTok, stay on Instagram until it is doing what you need it to do or until you determine that it is the wrong platform. It is so easy to have the idea of, well, if I'm everywhere, people are obviously going to find me. If I am everywhere, my message is going to reach that many more people. If I'm everywhere, there's no question my studio is going to grow. But unfortunately, it means that your message is being diluted and you're going to like the 100 level on all of these places instead of going to the 400 or 500 level on one platform. So staying focused on getting everything you can out of a social media platform, that is your job. That is part of what's going to grow your success. When we picked Instagram or YouTube or a Facebook group, when we picked that, we picked that with clarity. We said, I think this is where I'm going to have the greatest impact. Don't doubt yourself. Know that you picked it and that it is going to serve you when you put the effort in. Okay. I know it sounds so simple when I say it and it's so hard to do. We don't have to stay on just one platform forever. That's why we create success metrics and we determine at what point we can grow, at what point we've mastered what we need to master. So just know that mastery takes time, mastery takes effort, and it's going to be faster and easier to master something when we avoid the distractions, right? It's so much easier to say, I post on Instagram on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and one day on the weekend. And I go on Instagram for growing my business every day for 30 minutes. You know, that gives boundaries. That is the first place where I'm able to put some success criteria. Am I posting regularly? Am I putting my time in? And then once I've done that for a little while, I can then start measuring what that means. Okay, when I post every single week, I am growing my follower count. I am growing the conversations in my DMs. And then once we are on the regular side of putting the effort in, we can start to see how that's manifesting itself in results that are tangible. 
If I spend 30 minutes on Instagram and I'm able to have five new conversations on every single one of those days, that's great. What if I spend 45 minutes on the platform? If your number goes from five to six, that's telling you that yes, it is worth the effort, but is it worth enough effort? But if your number goes from five to 10, then you see that there is that much more potential. And so maybe it becomes, okay, instead of me spending 30 minutes, five days a week, I spend 45 minutes, four days a week. And you'll start figuring out how to master the platform for your goals. Okay. Another place where I see it fairly regularly that we kind of go all over the place is with too many free trials or too many product offerings or too many ways that we want to be available for students. Let me put this into perspective. If you are teaching the piano, and that is your core business, is teaching piano at whatever level you teach it at, and then you have a student or a prospective student who's like, I really want to do piano, but I also want to do voice. Can you teach voice? Well, you know that you are a good singer. You understand the breath work that's required for singing and all of this. And you think, sure, why not? I could do voice too. And you start offering voice. And then you have somebody come to you who isn't interested in piano, only interested in voice. What do you do at that point? Do you say, okay, or do you say, no, you have to take piano? That's just one simple example. But what this is really talking about is bloating our offer and getting to a point where we're diluting our genius. And it's so easy And we all want to say yes as often as possible. But it's really, really important to stay focused on your core instrument and the best teaching that you can possibly do. It's better to say no to that voice option and refer that student to someone who can do voice that will complement what you do on piano. It's better to focus on where you are so that you can be known as the go-to piano teacher for your specific audience. As soon as you add another instrument or style into your mix, it becomes much more difficult to market yourself as the authority. So I know that you're probably sitting there saying, well, Jamie, I play multiple instruments and I want to be able to teach multiple instruments. Okay, I am not going to say you can't do it. But what I am going to say is understand why you're teaching these different instruments, how they play off of each other and how you can build that without bloat. It will still be easier to market yourself as the teacher for this instrument, but I'm not gonna say you can't add those others. And the final place that I want you to keep your blinders on is with respect to competition. Competition is a driver for innovation, but if you spend too much time looking at what other piano teachers or other violin teachers or other guitar teachers or other voice coaches are doing, you're not spending your time growing your audience, growing your authority, being the best that you can be for your current and future students. 
Sure, competition is really important. It's important to see what other people are doing, but limit the competition voyeurism. It doesn't help you and it doesn't help the competitor and it definitely doesn't help your students and your studio. We want to make sure that we are putting out the best product all the time and it doesn't matter what someone else is doing because they have their own flavor, they have their own driving forces, and those are unique from yours. Keeping your blinders on, staying focused on what you need to deliver and not looking at what other people are doing is going to help you find the success you seek faster and with far less stress. Your competitor might have some seed money, so they come out with a splash or they pay for ads or they buy a new website or they are doing a rebrand. And who cares? Who cares what they're doing? If you stay focused on your students and your studio and your goals, which, you know, we've talked about throughout this entire episode, it is going to be far easier to attract the right students. It doesn't matter if your competitors are attracting 3,000 students each. What do you want? Maybe you want 15 students. Maybe you want 20. Whatever that number is, that's what we focus on. Let's not worry about the 3,000 people that that other person brought in. They may not be able to serve their students the way that you can. And when you focus on being the best that you are and that you can be, you're going to just reap the benefits of that effort. My goal on the podcast is always to provide you with inspiration, motivation, and a pathway forward. I would say right now, it might be worth writing down a few of the guiding principles, a few of the underlying themes and reasons why your business exists and why you want to expand online and keep those at the forefront of your mind. Keep those visibly in front of you when you sit down to work. Focus on what you can control. Focus on where you spend your time and where you invest your energy. It is going to reap rewards now and well into the future. As always, I love having conversations with those of you who listen to the podcast. Click on the link for Call with Jamie in the show notes, and we can chat real soon about you, your business, and your goals. I just love hearing about what you're up to. And starting next week, I have a fun and exciting series for you. So be sure if you haven't clicked the follow in your podcast app, follow the Expand Online podcast and you will get every episode dropped into your feed on Wednesdays. Have a great day, have a great week, and I will be back with that new series starting next week.